Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Welcome back in our number two of the program here on Friday morning, Christmas edition of the program. And uh, if you want to call in with any thoughts, comments, Christmas well wishes for the audience, 508-996-0500. Thanks to the caller earlier who sent me over the letter from Eversource. uh, And it says in this, We'll soon be in your community to perform reliability work on our electric system. And for the safety of our crews performing the work, will we need to turn off electricity in the area. Please see the information below for more about what you can expect, including timing of the outage, safety guidelines, and how to contact us. So it says, maintenance outage required. Outage timing from 8.30 a.m. on January 9th, 2024 to 4.30 p.m. on Sunday, January 14th, 2024. During this time, we will temporarily disconnect your electric service. We will do our best to adhere to the schedule. However, it may be necessary to reschedule our work due to unforeseen circumstances, such as weather conditions that make it unsafe to work or other unexpected issues. In those situations, we will update you with new timing. You can always keep informed by enrolling in outage alerts, receive information by text, email, phone call, uh, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So if you got that letter in the mail... As, as the caller did, and, and rightly so, read this and said, my power is going to be out from 8.30 a.m. on Tuesday, January 9th to 4.30 p.m. on Sunday, January 14th. It doesn't say intermittent power outages in this letter. It doesn't say, you know, it'll be out for little bit of time and then it'll come back on. It says during this time we'll temporarily disconnect your electric service and only says from 8.30 a.m. Tuesday, January 9th to 4.30 p.m. on January 14th. Who puts out this? Who didn't have someone look at this a second time to say, hold on, wait a minute. That might be a little confusing. People are going to think we are straight up shutting off their power for five days in the middle of winter. In an entire neighborhood. As another caller pointed out, it's the Eversource told him there was a typo in the letter that it's just going to be January 9th that it's going to be happening during that time period. So I have an email out to Eversource 
looking for more clarification, looking for, you know, and I kind of want to know who dropped the ball on this because that's a big screw up. I mean, I'm not going to make assumptions, but as I said, the contact that I had over there, the media contact, when I sent the email, I got an auto reply that said my last day at Eversource was December 20th. Please forward any more information to these people, any, any questions to these people. I mean, that's a big screw up. Somebody isn't, I mean, I'm not trying to put, I'm not trying to put the two things together, but I'm just saying it's very odd. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hey, Reverend. Morning. I didn't hear what neighborhood. Is this for New Bedford? I didn't get a letter. So it, this was, um, in particular, this was uh, the West End. So uh, the, the person who called in and, and sent me the letter said they were around the area of, of Shawmut Avenue in the West End. Uh, and so was the other caller that called in. So it, it just might not be happening in, in your area. Well, I wish someone else would call in and say if it is happening in my area. I'd like to know that. Um, what else? Uh, I just want to more or less say Merry Christmas to everybody, the callers, the listeners, to you. Uh, don't overeat during the holiday now, Mr. Weisberg. Nah, there I might can't. be some nice fancy looking sandwiches, you know. <laughs> <laughs> leftover turkey, uh, leftover ham. Well, I, I'm just going to stick to what I'm doing. I. I'm not like I used to be. I used to get in a frenzy when I used to see all that stuff. That's why I was getting so big. Now I'm so used to what I'm doing. I can more or less walk right by everything. Mm-hmm. But, of course, I will I will have something. But uh, special shout-outs to Shawnee. I don't know all the names of all the listeners and callers, but I know there's Don from Stoughton. Uh <laughs> Lots of names, uh, Eddie, Bobby. I'll just throw out names. I'm sure one of them is out there with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Probably going to go to my daughter's house and then see my son, too, and then just go straight home. I'm not big on Christmas like I used to be because when I was a child, it was the best. Mm-hmm. My mother always decorated the whole place, and you could smell the food cooking. You could walk by, stick your finger in something and taste it. and It's all that's gone. It's not like that anymore now, so... Christmas, uh, it's okay to me now. I'll just say it's okay, but not like it was. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, I guess, you know, the magic of certain things can wear off a little bit as we get older because, you know, more responsibility comes into play. But we always retain, I think, when it comes to Christmas, just a little bit of that feeling. Mm. And the music always playing in the house, too. And, and, and your mother or your father singing, you know. I miss my parents a lot during this time. Maybe that's why I really don't give a crap anymore. But uh, what else was I going to say? Oh, yeah, when you go and you eat at someone else's house, when you leave, they try to, you know, give you a nice big wrapped up plate and take it home and and overdose again. So you get into a diabetic coma when you do that stuff. I learned the hard way, so I don't do that anymore. Yeah, yeah, you got everything in moderation, I guess. Yeah, everything. I'm sure all the restaurants are closed because I bet you'd be out there. Um, I think some, most, most of them are, some of them stay open. Some of them offer, you know, a holiday meal, you know, they might, might, they might be open till like six o'clock on New Year's Eve, uh, Christmas Eve. But, um, a lot of them do try to like take care of their regulars in some way. And I heard there's been another bear. I saw the DSM website. Oh yeah, the, the, bear, the, huh? the bear's been getting around. Uh, I, I'm I'm starting to, to side with the people that think that there's, there's gotta be multiple bears around here that are just hanging out here. Well. I like reading the stories about them anyway, so. And the videos are always funny. You know, 
Have a good holiday. Don't overdo it. Have fun. And when you come back, tell us all about it. You as well. Merry Christmas. All right. Take Thank care. you. You too. Bye. And- 508-996-0500. And speaking of Christmas, you know, we're talking about how it kind of, you know, doesn't always have that same feeling. One place that I, I can always have that Christmas feeling is Edaville. And I'm glad I got to go a couple of weeks ago and uh, and get myself in the Christmas spirit by visiting Edaville, seeing all those thousands of lights and being able to uh, share that with someone who had never seen it before. You know, I, I had a guest here and we were looking for haunted places to go. And I was like, well, there's not a lot of them that are open, but we can go to Edaville because that place is haunted. But also it's a magical place at Christmas time. And it really is. If you haven't been in a few years, I would recommend getting out there tonight, getting out there tomorrow. They're going to be closed on Sunday night. They'll be open next Thursday and next Friday and then closed on Sunday. And that'll be it for the season. That's that's the entire Festival of Lights season remaining schedule. So you want to get to edaville.com right now and reserve your tickets if you want to experience the train ride, which is all being done now by Steam Train. They've, they've decided to go old school with it, go vintage, and have just Steam Trains. They also have the Alpine Village now. They took what was uh, formerly a differently branded section of the park and they have recreated it in the spirit of LSD Atwood and the Atwood Cranberry Company as the Alpine Village. They have all of those great shops in their Christmas market. And I spent about an hour going through, there's a, a an antique dealer in one of those shops, just an hour going through not only all the cool stuff he has in there, but also checking out the Edaville memorabilia he has in there. And even, even bought some, hung it up in my office, made my own little Edaville shrine. Uh, and also, you can get great food, snack foods like fried dough, and they have beer and wine. They also have the chicken barbecue. They've got all kinds of food there. So you don't even have to worry about stopping getting dinner first. You can eat at Edaville. So everything you could possibly need is all right there for you, and it starts at just twelve ninety five a ticket. They do still have some space available on their VIP Train to the North Pole. You can find out more about that by visiting edaville.com. But get yourself going into that holiday weekend by going to Edaville. It's going to be a cold night tonight, but it's going to be a clear night. It's going to be an Edaville night. So edaville.com is the place to go. All right. Well, if you aren't in the holiday spirit, I hope that we can try to get you in it a little bit more. If you are, the question I threw out there earlier this morning was, what was the best Christmas gift you ever got. And I said that I would share my story. I've, I've told this on the air before, but uh, for some of you that might not have ever heard this before. So I'm not a really a big materialistic guy. I mean, I like things, believe me, I like having things. But when it came to Christmas growing up as a kid, like I didn't have like very specific things I had my heart set on getting. I was always just happy with whatever I got. And yeah, I would ask for things that I, that I wanted, but I didn't have any expectation that Santa was definitely going to bring them to me. But there was one thing that I asked for every year for a number of years in the 80s, and that was a Nintendo Entertainment System. From the time it came out around 1985, I asked every year for Christmas, and my mom told me the same thing every year. No, we're not going to have Santa bring you a Nintendo because Nintendo's ruined the television. My mom was convinced that hooking that up to the TV 
was going to put like lines in the TV, was going to ruin the, the picture of the TV. And we weren't going to have to go get a new TV just because I wanted to play video games. Now, we had had video game systems before. I had I won a Texas Instruments computer in a, in a raffle at a flea market. I bought one 10-cent ticket, and we won a computer. And for those of you who remember those Texas Instruments computers, it was just a keyboard you connected to your TV, and you could slide cartridges into it. So I don't know where this idea came from, but this is what she always said. And I asked her years later, did you really believe that, or was that just what you were saying? She's like, no, I really believed it. And it was Christmas of 1989, so I was about to turn 12 years old, uh, about to turn, yeah, 12 years old, and because my birthday is January 4th, and it was the very end of Christmas morning. I have four siblings, so you can imagine there's a lot of opening that goes on on Christmas morning, and everybody's all done, and I got some really cool stuff that year, and I was excited to to uh, play with some new toys and I got a science kit and all kinds of cool stuff. And then my parents pulled like one of those Christmas story moments. Like, oh, what's, what's that over there in the corner? Looks like there's one more gift over there. And I was like, well, it's not, it can't be that. And it was a tall box and it was kind of leaning over in the corner. So I went over and I, they told me to open it and I grabbed it and I opened it. And they're telling me, like, it's for the whole family. I'm like, okay. And I'm, like, opening it up. And it was a Nintendo Entertainment Center. So I was freaking out. I was so excited. And, uh, yeah, I still have, well, I don't know if I still have it. I sold a bunch of my video games. I had a huge video game collection that I just stored in my basement, and I sold it last year. But um, I think I held on to that one, the original Nintendo that my family bought. But still, that's... That's the the Christmas gift I'll always remember the most. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning. How are you today? I'm okay. How are you? I'm good. I'm calling um, to ask if it would be okay if I left a Christmas gift for Mary at the station uh, with you so she could pick it up when she can. Sure. We can do that. I'd like to get her something, and I don't know... All I know is the voice on 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 the radio, and I I got something for her, um, and I just wondered if it would be okay if I dropped by and just left it for her. Absolutely, sure. That's okay. very nice of you. Oh, I, you know what? I I enjoy giving to people, as she just touches me, my soul, every once in a while. So she wishes she razzes you. I just so enjoy it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tim. That's okay. <laughs> I enjoy it, too. I really do. You know, through the years, we've always had some characters. Remember um, Jack Custodio? Mm-hmm. Remember? I mean, there was there's, like, strong personalities that you never forget. And I just, I just think Mary deserves a little Christmas gift from Santa. Well, we will be happy to facilitate that for you. Great. Thank you. And Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Tim. to you. Take care. Bye-bye. And uh, so, so there you go, Mary. If you're listening, you'll have to make arrangements to stop by. Just a reminder, we won't be here Monday of next week, but I'll be here every other day next week. Um, and then on New Year's Day, we won't be here. And then I have some things in January. I'll be taking a few days off uh, for some doctor's appointments. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. 
Good morning, Tim. How are you? I am quite well, thank you. I heard you speak briefly about Edaville, one of your advertisers, and I took the time last evening to go and spent the entire evening from shopping to dining, and I would just like your listeners to know that it's everything that it has been cracked up to be. It was as throwback as it could possibly be. They've done a marvelous marvelous job of the resurgence of Edaville, and I would strongly recommend anyone go there. If you have little kids, it is a bit pricey, but it can't be avoided. The staff was wonderful and accommodating. Everything is working, and maneuvering the grounds is so simple. It's wonderful. So that's all I have for you. Thank well, you. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. And uh, it really is like they really have brought it back. And I, I had a conversation with Hannah and Brian, who uh, who are running things over there now. I had a conversation with them um, back in November when I went to go write the story about the Alpine Village uh, opening up this season, and we had a long conversation about the desire to make the park more like Ellis Atwood saw it back during his time, to make it more like that family-run, family-centric amusement park, and uh, and also that Nelson Blount continued. I mean, Nelson Blount's really the guy that turned it into the to the Christmas park that we know it as today or that we knew it as growing up. He was really the one that kind of put that stamp on it. Ellis started the, the Ellis started what it, what it could be and, and, and the early beginnings of what it was. And then when, when Nelson Blount took over, he turned it into what we probably all remember. And then George Bartholomew came in and kept it going. And then, of course, you know, the 90s came, people's tastes changed, a lot of family-run amusement parks closed up, and then the resurgence of it in the, in the 90s when it came back, and they, you know, they tried some things. They, they looked in some, in some different directions to try to expand what Edaville can be for people. And then when John Deli Prescoli decided not to sell, and he put Brian and... Um, and Shervin Holly in charge as managing partners, as operating partners. He uh, he said, "You guys do this as you see fit." And Brian and and, and his partner Hannah, uh, they decided, you know what? We're going to throw it back. We're going to throw it back. It coincided with the seventy fifth anniversary, and they decided to make it like it would have been back in those old days. And and it works. It's resonating with people. So. Anyway, you can read about that, too. I've got the story. If you type in uh, Alpine Village WBSM into Google, you can read about that. Or just type in Edaville WBSM. You can read all the articles we've written about it. But I just did a a, a presentation on the history and the haunts of Edaville. Maybe maybe next week when we've got some some time, uh, there's not going to be a lot going on in the news to discuss. Maybe we'll, we'll get into some of that history. 508-996-0500. Got to take a break, though. We'll be right back. And time to go into the newsroom with Ariel. We can get your calls on the other side, 508-996-0500. 
people in the Midwest and the Northeast can only dream of a white Christmas this year. Forecasters say the little bit of snow that's still on the ground in those regions will be gone by Monday, Christmas Day. It'll be a different story for the interior west and the high plains where storms over the next few days will make Christmas white in many places. The U.S. is supporting a resolution being drafted by the U.N. Security Council that calls for a pause in the Israel-Hamas war to allow aid to flow into Gaza. Ambassador Linda Thomas-Greenfield said Thursday that the U.S. is ready to move forward on the resolution, which calls for urgent and extended humanitarian pauses in the fighting for a sufficient number of days to allow unhindered humanitarian access. The widow of Saudi journalist Jamal Khashoggi is being granted political asylum in the U.S. Khashoggi was criticized the Saudi government was murdered while in the Saudi consulate in Istanbul in 2018. U.S. intelligence reports believe Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman was behind the approval of and ordering of the attack. Matthew Stafford led the Los Angeles Rams to a 30-22 takedown of the New Orleans Saints on Thursday night football at SoFi Stadium. Stafford completed 24 of 34 attempts for 328 yards and a pair of touchdowns in LA's second straight win. The Rams are second in the NFC West at 8-7. and The Saints are sitting second in the NFC South at 7-8. and The Food and Drug Administration is warning consumers about count counterfeit versions of the diabetes drug Ozempic. On Thursday, the FDA announced counterfeit versions of the drug popularly known for weight loss have made their way into the supply chain. Thousands of units have been seized to be inspected. A woman in Belgium has been killed by a large Christmas tree. Authorities say a 65-foot-tall, brightly lit Christmas tree toppled over last night in a town near Brussels, landing on three people. Security footage shows the decorated tree slowly leaning over and then collapsing on the town square, where it killed a 63-year-old woman and injured two others. In sports, the Boston Globe reports head coach Bill Belichick wants to stay with the Patriots. However, owner Robert Kraft controls his fate and could part ways with the six-time Super Bowl winner. Meanwhile, two men have been charged in the death of a Patriots fan after an altercation at Gillette Stadium. Patriots fan Dale Mooney died after collapsing during a fight with a group of fans at the game between the Dolphins and New England in September. John Vieira and Justin Mitchell, both from Rhode Island, have been charged with disorderly conduct and assault and battery. New England will square square off against the Broncos on Christmas Eve. And the Celtics continue the road trip tomorrow afternoon in Los Angeles. The team tips off against James Harden and the Clippers. Boston is coming off of a big win over the Kings where Jalen Brown and Derek White each had 28 points to lead in scoring. Peyton Pritchard also chipped in with 20 points off the bench. And the Bruins are also on the road. The team faces off against the Jets in Winnipeg tonight. Boston has dropped four of their last five games, but hopes to snap a two-game skid following a recent loss to the Wild in overtime. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. Good to be with you, everybody, on this Friday morning. Dry conditions, plenty of sunshine is in store for today. But this morning, we're dealing with winter values in the mid-upper teens. The temperature will be heading into the mid-upper 30s. Another cold afternoon, lighter wind with plenty of sunshine overnight tonight. Dry conditions as we head into a milder weekend. Be sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Cecil Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station. 
Station, 1420 WBSM. And I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. When Hollis have at the dark When I see the man chilling with his dog in the park I approach him very slowly with my heart full of fear Look at his dog, oh my God, a ill reindeer But then I was really through the man at a beer And a bag full of 30, 12 o'clock at night So I turned my head a second and the man was gone But he must have dropped his wallet back dead on the lawn I picked the wallet up and then I took a pause Took out the license and then it cold said Santa Claus A million dollars in a cold hundreds of G's Enough to buy a phone magic call with E Welcome back in 508-996-0500. That's Christmas and Hollis. Run DMC. Also from a very special Christmas. So uh, 508-996-0500 or hit us up on app chat or open line voicemails on the WBSM app. Uh, but I did ask the question of what the best gift was you ever got. So if you want to call in and call, call in and share on that, you can. Or just, you know, any Christmas message you want to share with the audience. Good morning. You are next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Good morning, Sketty. Um, I just want to say Merry Christmas to everybody out there. Thank you. Merry I Christmas love to all you. The Chris, I love you. And um, I will personally call Barry and Chris and wish them. And I want to know, is Brian working tomorrow? And um, Ken? Are yep, they it's right, the weekend regular Saturday tomorrow, yep. Oh, okay, good. Because I want to wish them Merry Christmas, too. Um, okay, so um, you, you you brought such a great memory back to me. Even though railroad, my girlfriend, she brought me and my two friends there. And this was about 15 years ago. And it was the best time ever in the train ride. I remember, um, you know, everything's so pretty. And I said, God, I got to ride the train again because I wanted to see all the lights from the other side. There's so much to look at, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's, I, I brought somebody for the first time, um, a couple of weeks ago when I was telling her, I was like, you got to, you got to kind of position yourself so that you can look out either window. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, uh, oh, yes. And yeah. I haven't been there since then. And she's a sweetheart and she broke her hip. She's leaving the hospital today. They're going to bring in a middle bar. So this is like the good side of what, ha- I mean, it's terrible that you know, she broke her hip. But the, the blessing in it is she's going to be in middle bar doing her physical rehab. So I got a tree for her. So I'm going to, um, she, she'll get settled in today and tomorrow I'm going to bring her the tree. And, um, yes, I don't know how I forgot about that. And you just reminded me. So I'm going to tell her about that. If she remembers, I, I'm going to pull the pictures out too. Um, can, I'm sure it's changed a lot. Well, I was going to say, I can tell you that Brian and Hannah are working to restore some of the original track line from the original, you know, layout that Ellis Atwood laid out. Uh, over the years that kind of got shortened. They, they had, when when Edaville reopened in the late 90s, they didn't have enough lights to sustain the, the train ride that they used to have originally. So what they did is they shortened the track. 
and made it a, a, a shorter loop around. And Brian and Hannah have been working to restore some of that original line because they know that even if there's not a lot to look out the window at, people want to, you know, take that same ride. They want to go up Mount Uran. They want to do all of that yeah. kind of stuff. Yes, I got to get back out there. Um, oh, it's a must. Uh, but anyways, I, I just, um, yeah, it's, it's sad that she's there. But yeah, so that's a good memory. I'm going to pull the pictures out for her and uh, I'm going to bring her a tree and stuff tomorrow. Well, that's very nice. She gets in there at least. Yeah, she needs a little tree, right? I got a little tree and some lights for her. So that's going to be wonderful. Um, so I'm, you know, I always look at things half full, not half empty. And um, I'm sorry, my nose is a little stuffed because I really had to put the heat on big time last night. It was cold. And this heat from the ceiling just, um, it's not good for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the heat up uh, last night when I got home and then I turned it down to go to bed. And when I woke up, I usually wake up at 4 a.m., and I woke mm-hmm. up at about three and I said, oh, you know what? It's too cold. So I turned it on so that when I woke up at four, it would be warm because it was just, it was too much. Normally I can just put on, you know, sweatpants and a sweatshirt and sleep in that and not have yeah. to have the heat up. I mean, I was nice. I had an $80 gas bill last month, but I don't think I'm going to have an $80 gas bill in December. Oh, and this other thing with Everest, that's crazy because I'm like sort of in that area, you know, airport area. So I'm like saying, I didn't check my mail yesterday, so I'll see if I got that ridiculous uh, letter too. Um, I, I will make a plan to not be here if they're going to really shut the light, uh, heat off or electricity or whatever for I one can, whole day. I can tell you that the letter itself is dated December 14th. So, um, mm. you know, I don't know exactly That's when, right. you know, it's going to get delivered uh, to, to most people. But still, I mean, I got to say. You know, you know uh, that letter, the way that I read it, I would have read that same thing and said, oh, my God, my power is going to be out for five, five days. days? Yeah. yeah. On yeah. purpose? And, and well, here's the thing. Yesterday was the first day of um, winter. And um, legally, they cannot shut your light or heat off or anything for anybody. Everybody's protected in that, you know, respect. And so I'm thinking, then, how does this make no sense five days? can't do that yeah, my, so, my yeah, guess definitely. my guess is it's going to be like your power may like go off for a minute or two and then we're going to turn it back on but they didn't yeah, explain that in the something. in the letter right because like people that have oxygen machines or whatnot yeah like that yeah i think that's like a huge typo well I'm, anyway, i've got the email um, out to eversource we'll see if they get back to us yeah well i guess that's the call for us Get that coal. If you get coal in your stocking, oh boy, you know. Yeah, I don't know so why I people would get so upset it. about coal in your stocking. I mean, you know what? Tiny Tim would have loved to have had some coal in his stocking because they were freezing. I uh, know. <laughs> you know something? You are so right. That's a, <laughs> that's a good analogy. I've got a piece of coal to put in my brother's. I know he worked late last night, so there's no way he's listening this morning. I got some coal. <laughs> Literally, I got coal. That's pretty good. That's. That's pretty yeah. good. Uh, and no, you know I what? I want to say in, thank you was, for a wonderful year and have a wonderful weekend. Tim. You as well. And um, everybody out there, thank you for, uh, it's just really made my, this station has really made my life so much better this past year. Um, I'm just, yeah, I just want everybody to know that. And I want to say Merry Christmas to Laura because I know when I met her at the meet and greet, she's been going through a rough time and I, hi, Merry Christmas. Laura. Well, Merry and Christmas to you, Skeddy. We will talk to you oh, next week. Lamone. Oh, yeah. Don't Merry forget Lamone. Merry Christmas, Lamone. Don't, don't, no, we can't. don't say it a third time. You said it twice. Don't say it a third time. He'll pop up like Beetlejuice. Oh, 
<laughs> All right. You have a good okay. Christmas. We will talk next week. Okay, babe. Bye. Take care. Uh, and, of course, if you want to call in with some Christmas wishes, 508-996-0500. But I've got to take a break. We'll be back in a few moments. Welcome back in. Uh, a few years ago, I got the chance to see Christmas Vacation in the theater again. I saw it the year it came out. My, you know, my family were all big fans of the vacation films. And so when that came out and it was brand new in the theater, we went to see it. Uh, I forget if we saw it on Thanksgiving or Christmas, but we went to go see it in the theater and uh, quickly became a family favorite. And then uh, I think it was 2017 or 18, I got to go and see it on the big screen with my friend John Brightman, who uh, works as an agent for Chevy Chase, uh, booking him at conventions and everything. And they did, you know, a Chevy Chase kind of Q&A after the movie. And um, then I got to meet him afterwards and, and take a photo with him. So it was a really special time and a great Christmas gift from, from John to be able to go out there and experience that. But uh, still, still a classic film to this day. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You were on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. Merry Christmas to you and your family. Good morning, Laura. How are you? Merry Christmas. Oh, I'm great. I um, just heard Skeddy. I was getting ready for work, um, and she called. She shouted out to me a Merry Christmas, and I just want to say I just love her, love her, love her. She's such a lovely person, and I wish her and her family a Merry Christmas as well. Um, I love talking with her at the meet and greet. We actually spent most of the time talking that night. It was really lovely with a bunch of other people that was in our circle as well. Um, you asked about favorite presents. Well, I'm like you. I was never really a materialistic person growing up. And, oh, when I get clothes, it was like, I didn't want clothes. I wanted something else. Well, one year I didn't think I was going to get a pair of ice skates. And when I ever opened that box, I was thrilled to pieces because I loved every chance I got after school. Because back in my time, everything froze over. I would go out there and I'd skate, skate, skate after school, like skate my heart out. I love skating. And um, taught myself all kinds of moves and everything. It was just so much fun. I just, so that was for me, was my pair of ice skates. I was thrilled. I didn't think that I was going to get a new pair that year. You know, I've never ice skated once in my life. <laughs> it's a lot like roller skating, but for some reason I can ice skate better than I can roller skate. I don't know why that is, but I always loved ice skating. And I taught myself a lot of different moves and things. I, I was always very physical. I always liked going out and doing physical things so um that was a really a, just a lot of fun and i had a girlfriend at, when we lived outside of chicago i used to we used to go out to this uh, baseball diamond that was covered with ice and uh we would speed skate because she likes speed skating so we would try to outdo each other and uh it was kind of fun um i wanted to bring something to your attention though um i called the other day but i didn't have time to talk so i hung up um i don't know if anybody else is experiencing this but in July, I sent my daughter a really expensive, nice birthday card. She never got it. She lives in Georgia. Well, she lived in Georgia. Her husband is in the Navy, and so they travel. Now they're in Norfolk, Virginia. 
she never got it. So when I went down to see her with my boyfriend in um, August, uh, I gave her another card, the same one. In, but this time, I just sent her and my son-in-law a really nice, expensive birth, uh, Christmas card. And they never got it. And I mailed all my Christmas cards out on the 27th of uh, November. And so I'm really upset. And she said she looked online. She said a lot of people in New Bedford are having problems with their mail not getting to people's destinations. And I was wondering if anybody else had this problem because I always put my return address on a label. And there's no reason why it shouldn't come back. But something was said online about they've just been throwing the mail out. It's like somehow it just doesn't always reach its destination when it's... Mm to certain places. So I just wanted to say something about that to see if anybody else has been experiencing something like this because um, she said she saw online that people were saying that, yes, they were sending expensive cards and people weren't, her, their loved ones weren't receiving them. Well, I'll, I'll have to see if we can find any more about that and anybody can call in if they're having the same thing go on. Right, because she says, Mom, everybody else that sends me stuff, I get stuff from them, but for some reason in your area, it's it's not happening. I don't know why it's on your end somewhere. And I mean, I it's not like I handwrite everything. I, I Not that my handwriting is bad, but I print everything out. So it's not like it's not legible. So I'm just, I'm just wondering why all this is happening. It's just a very, it's very frustrating because cards nowadays are super, I mean, it's like an $8 card, $9 card. Wow. They're very, very expensive when you go to Hallmark. It's so anyway, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring that to your attention. Well, I appreciate and, it. And I plan on it. I, I'm not seeing it right now, but I do plan on watching that movie that you talked about, Finest Kind. Yep. That sounds really good, really, really good. I think you'll I enjoy love, it. I love The Holdovers. I thought The Holdovers was fantastic. Uh, Napoleon, Napoleon, it was like very drawn out with the war so much about, which was what he was all about, you know, battles and winning these battles. But... I just, it was just kind of drawn out for me. I, I really enjoyed the holdovers, though. That was a great movie. All right. Well, you have a great Christmas, and uh, and we will talk in the future. Oh, absolutely. And you and your family as well. Thank right. you so take much. Care. Okay, bye-bye. And uh, let's squeeze in another quick call here before I got to take a break. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hi, is it me? I believe so. Only you know for oh, okay. sure. Okay, can I, can I send a happy birthday wish to a good friend? Absolutely. Okay, I want to wish Phil Paleologus a happy birthday today from your friend, Govina. All right, happy birthday to Phil and to his daughter yeah. as well. They share a birthday. Yeah, and uh, everybody have a nice Christmas. You Thank as well. You. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, I do have to take our final break of the hour. We'll be back in just a few moments. <laughs> going to take it and oh come all ye faithful kind of merge together but just genius absolutely genius from the twisted christmas album and a lot of people when that came out were like why is d snyder and twisted sister making a christmas album isn't d snyder jewish 
but he's not. He was raised Episcopalian. He is. Uh, he sang in the church choir. He he is not Jewish. His father is Jewish, but he's not. You know, kind of like the same thing with me. People think I'm Jewish, but I'm not. My dad is. Um, and even then, he's not like really practicing. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.